My name is Dr. BJ Hardick. You're listening to Cairo Candy with Billy Sticker. You're listening to Cairo Candy, the podcast of sweet chiropractic success. Now, here's your host, Billy Sticker. Hey guys, Billy Sticker here. Welcome to episode 103 of Cairo Candy. Got a great show for you today. Today's going to be an episode, uh, it's actually going to be part one of a two-part series we're going to do on traveling, or I'm sorry, on practicing abroad. And there's a lot of docs out there who want to hire associates, grow their you know, their central practice, open up satellite offices, and just really grow their business. And then there's some docs out there that just want to be an associate. Well, have you ever considered being an associate in another country? Well, that is what this episode is all about. This episode is going to be with Dr. Jenny Lee, and she's in Singapore. And then in a couple of weeks, we're going to have a part two, a follow-up series, or follow-up episode uh, with Dr. Justin Trosclair, which he is actually practicing in China, and Dr. Jenny Lee is practicing in Singapore. And they just both have great stories on what it's like to just go and, and be someplace different. Uh, now, a lot of you know um, you know, Dr. Mark Wade and Dr. Krista Burns. They actually did something like that. You know, They went to Italy and started their practice out there. So there's a lot of docs that do something similar to this, and uh, we just wanted to have a couple of shows to talk to you, to interview some docs that are doing this, to see if this is something that might interest you. So let's get on over into the interview, and I hope you enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome, Dr. Jenny Lee, to the show, all the way from Singapore. How are you? Fantastic. Uh, consider the time difference. This is a midnight for me. But, right. It's yeah. uh, it's a little after 10 a.m. here, so uh, it's a pretty big time difference. But thank you for you know making this happen. Um, so tell us yeah. a little bit about your story, and uh, I'm just going to let you have it. Go ahead. Yeah, sure. Uh, again, my name is Dr. Jenny Lee. Actually, I graduated from Palmer uh, back in 2011. Um, some of my uh, schoolmates was actually on your show, such as Krista Byrne. And uh, um, we, before I moved to Singapore um, with my husband, both of us was uh, um, Dr. Lee and Shupo's best mission trip ever. In fact, oh, we're yeah. the first. Yeah. So um, ever since that, um, I think uh, my husband, and I, Jeff, and I are really wanting to practice abroad because we thought we always have the opportunity to go back home when we are older. Um, by the way, I'm from Iowa and Jeff is from Wisconsin. And uh, I, I think the idea of a practicing abroad is much more interesting than Wisconsin, Iowa, Midwest in general. Uh, so my, our first associate we did uh, was in Hong Kong, was in about a year. Um, it was a very interesting, uh, it's very intense, and uh, we can see how the chiropractic profession was established in Hong Kong, was actually quite regulated. We are recognized as one of the four physicians can call, have the have the title of a doctor, same same level of respect as a, a dentist, a, a MD, a, a, a TCM, the traditional Chinese uh, medical doctor, and a chiropractor. Uh, it was very interesting, and uh, we like the idea of being in Asia. 
of course, me being uh, Asian Americans um, is is not um, it was not foreign place for me, and uh, also we love to travel, and this is like a fantastic opportunity to be in Hong Kong or Singapore because it's just so easy to have access to other part of the world. Um, then after one year in Hong Kong, we moved to Singapore. At that time, we were working for a much bigger chiropractic company, um, and we have about you know. 10 to 12 associates, junior associates, senior associates in the company. And it's very interesting working with a big group. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how many, I mean, that's a lot of doctors in one clinic. How many visits are y'all seeing a week? Uh, back then when we were working with uh, the bigger company, we're running more of a WLP type of practice. Um, we have about, I think, 15 chiropractors in Singapore, uh, 10 in Indonesia and uh, seven, five to seven in, in uh, Malaysia. But in Singapore, we have about 10 practice. So usually in some practice, we see there's one doctor in one practice or two. Okay. It wasn't yeah. that many in one clinic. They no. were just, uh, I was like, oh my goodness, how many? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah. well, it's. So back then, yeah. Okay. And uh, I have gone through all the traditional practice management group, um, like, you know, some of the uh, kind of wellness for life type of practice. And, uh, but I always want to have my own. And I thinking, you know, working with someone for some working for someone else especially for bigger corporations really not something i'm interested or dedicate my next 10 years into so uh, i move on to a much smaller company uh, that is just uh, a small practice is me with another senior doctor i was the junior associate in that practice uh, when I start that second associateship, I understand this that um, sec, that small practice will not generally give me the uh, financial uh, expectations I want compared to the previous company. But I understand if I want to run my practice, I need to learn it on someone else's time and money. Right. So that's. I sacrificed, no, I wouldn't say sacrifice. I used two years of my contract to really to learn how to run a practice. Uh, basically from as basic as pick up a phone, collecting cash payment or collecting payment, all the way to you know, how to adjust patient, how to explain to them about care plan and the wellness uh, kind of uh, approach so they can stay with us in long term. Um, so yeah, after I finished my two-year contract and started looking for space, and uh, that's how Singapore Pain Solution was uh, started. If you look at the, the the title of our company, it's called Singapore Pain Solution. You know, it's very um, the reason we name it that way is because many people in Singapore don't really understand what chiropractic is. Like some of them will will have a hard time saying the word. I was like, what, Cairo, what? Like, is it, is it like TCM? Is it, there's another profession, you know, like a very traditional Chinese bone setter type of profession called, you know, Twina. And I said, is it like Twina? Or what, are you physio? Or what, what are you? You know, a lot of the, our patients don't really know, that they have absolutely no idea what chiropractic is. So that's why we use an angle in a way they understand, which is, yes, it does help you with a pain management. 
So that's what what we get them to interested in what we're doing, and through that we educate them about actually um, it's more than just pain management. It's about overall you overall health uh, and the wellness beyond pain management. So we started name yeah. Well, I went to your website and it's yeah. um, if I remember correctly, isn't it Sing- SingaporePainManagement.com? PainSolutions.com. Pain yeah. Okay, and yeah. um, and it was everything was in English. Your YouTube <laughs> video is in English, and I was a little surprised. But before we started recording, you know, you said that English is the primary language there, uh, and I think that may be a hurdle for some people to think about. Is okay if I go someplace like that, I have a language barrier to to overcome, um, but that's not necessarily the case if you do your research, I guess. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's why um, if you start working for someone as associate before you, you know, wanted to go for for committed to have your own practice in a foreign country, you kind of have have a good idea how the system works. Yes, yeah, Singapore, um, the English is the official language for this country. Uh, we are just kind of putting things in perspective. We're about the size of Chicago, um, but we have 180 plus chiropractor on this island. Um, chiropractic is not really something, um, not really brand new idea, or it has been here for quite some time. Actually, um, it's chiropractic, the oldest chiropractor here has been practicing in Singapore more than 40 years. So, but Back then, they were only serving very, very specific demographic, which is the expats, the people who came from Europe, Australia, America, working in Singapore, who had already understanding what chiropractic is. Right. Yeah. Right. So I, I did notice on on your YouTube video um, mm-hmm. that's on your the homepage of your website. You're actually giving a like a workshop. Is that in your office? Yeah, that's all in my office. Okay. Um, and then you're, you basically say, you know, this is, you know, everybody wants to know what chiropractic is. Yes, it helps with this. But you do, you guys do a lot of more sports. Yes. And, yeah. and uh, performance type stuff. Let's go into that a little bit. Yeah, sure. Um, we understand from our past experience working with other chiropractor is um, it's better to find what make you unique you know why people want to come to see Jenny Lee why people want to come to see Dr. Jeff you know like from the look of you you have no difference than any other hundred plus chiropractor yet you all get your degree from United States Australia or England or whatever other foreign countries except the only difference is he's white this person's Asian and that's it what sets you apart. So that's something I learned through my associateship is to find something that make me different. Um, um, and I tried, I really tried going to the pediatric route, you know, maybe like women, Asian, will be something more related to a mom or, you know, mom with kids, but uh, none of I know I'm really not a kid person. <laughs> 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 I really, really lack of that patience and whatnot. And uh, I think, okay, so that's not really what my passion is. So what, what else can I do? And I thought about, you know, sports. Um, my previous 
uh, associateship, the one with the two years, the chiropractor who worked with us is a big crossfitter. And, um, you know, he shared with me that, um, you know, sometimes you just needed to find what works for you. And for him, you know, he never really thought CrossFit would be his golden tickets to, you know, getting to be the chiropractor for the CrossFit community in Singapore. Well, he did because he was the first one and he marked it right. So for me uh, and for Jeff, we thought we will be something that set us different. And we thought about is uh, bodybuilding and the physique competitors because in order to um, be at a center to compete, either amateurly or professionally, you have to train pretty hard, uh, which is lifting more weights. Um, again, if your form is not right, you'll have a higher chance of the injury. And uh, chiropractic is fantastic, not only help you to, to recover better from the injury, um, you also kind of prevent future injuries. So when it comes to competition, time is very important because the competition day is not going to change for you. If it's a March 17, it's going to be March 17. If you have six weeks, that is all you got. And we understand if you have any injury, just as, even simple injuries such as like shoulder or low back or wrist injury will set you, uh, will set you apart from your um, preparations. You know, it could be short as a few days, could be long as a few weeks. And for competitors, time is not the kind of luxury they have. You know, they can't lose that few weeks to get them ready to be competition ready. So that's where the angle we're coming through is, you know, uh, as a, I know both of us competed um, in Singapore as well. We're the first chiropractor competing in WFF NABA, which is the World Fitness Federation's uh, National Amateur Bodybuilding Association, which is the first um, bodybuilding competition Arnold has competed back to 1960, and that's starting in England. So we not only specialize in sports for performance for uh, bodybuilder physique competitors and uh, we are also competitor ourselves. so we walk the walk we preach what we do uh, we train just as any athlete so we understand what they're coming through so i think that really sets apart um from you know when when the potential uh, patient kind of choose uh, why should i go to this these two people and why can't I just go to my chiropractor right next to my building? It's like, okay, they're athletes. They know what they're doing. They treat many athletes. Seems other people are getting the benefit of that. So why don't I give it a try? So that's the angle or niche uh, we created for ourselves. Yeah. I think that's great. I mean, there's, there's a lot of lessons just in that part of your story. But let's talk a little bit more about practicing abroad. Um, if someone, let's say there's some students right now, they're just graduated or they're maybe an associate somewhere now and would like to maybe look into something like this, what would you recommend? Uh, and what are some of the other benefits? I know you mentioned, you know, just being able to travel and see, you know, and see different parts of the, the world. Um, but what are some other benefits and then what would they do to get started? I think that really kind of put in your communication into a test. You know, you're a lucky, lucky for us, Singapore, everybody speak English. So language wasn't really an issue to begin with. 
But when we were working in Hong Kong, language was a big problem because, you know, less than 30% population speak English. The other 70% were speaking uh, Cantonese, which is local dialogue. So it's really kind of putting your how can you communicate chiropractic in the simplest way that a patient can get it within 10 seconds? And that, you know, obviously when I was at school, I learned this whole explaining of civilizations. This is what happened and this is irritation and all that, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, when a person who sits in front of you who you know, barely speak English, if they do, they probably have no interest in it or, you know, learning all this. So what, how can you get your message across with the least word, but, you know, really hit on the point? So the communication really puts you in the test. And also, I think in America, we kind of, uh, our patient kind of already have a very good idea what chiropractic is. And there's a really, I guess, another attractive thing about working abroad is nothing interesting to educate someone to something they already know. So for us, you know, uh, we can educate them with, it's like a blank sheet of paper. You can tell them whatever that is. Obviously, within the integrity. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can't just say, like, it's going to cure cancer. I know that will be the you know. Um, but, you know, you can tell them, because they, it's this brand new idea, concept to them, you can just share with them, like, yes, it does help you to remove the pain you're doing right now, but look what else it can do for you. Look how cool it is, can help you in the future. Do you want that? So I think that's something uh, maybe new grad can look into in a new perspective. And again, you know, um, working abroad, I always, always, always enjoy working abroad because it's a new environment. Um, you get to experience different culture, different food. And in Singapore, Hong Kong, it's just fantastic to travel around. Um, you know, I just came back from Bali um, two days ago. It was two hours away from Singapore. And they said, totally can make a uh, weekend trip to travel by nearby island and spend a weekend there. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Um, there was something else I was going to ask, and then my mind just went blank here. Oh, and I would imagine Singapore, it has to be very reasonable to live there. I believe it's a lot cheaper to live there than it would be even in Iowa. <laughs> Actually, uh, I know one of your um, uh, as a guest speaker, uh, Josh Wagner, um, he oh, always sure. saying, yeah, he started his practice in you know, the most expensive city in the world, which is Manhattan. Correction, Singapore is the most expensive city in the world. Is it really? It is. In the last 10 years, Singapore has ranked on t num number one most expensive city in the world uh, compared to star homes. I don't think Manhattan even make it to top five. In Tokyo and Seoul and Shanghai was so on and so forth. And I just kind of give you a little bit of idea. To own a Honda Civic, it will cost you about a quarter million dollars. Really? Yes. A Honda Civic will cost you more. Not necessarily, obviously the car will be probably around 100,000. And then the Singapore to US currency right now is you know one to 1.5. So relatively close in a way. So, but the other 150,000 is coming from what we call the Certificate of Entitlement. 
basically a title of ownership. It's kind of car registrations. Because Singapore is so small, they want to keep everything efficient. So if you really, really, really want to own a car, you got to pay for it, wow. which is another. Yeah. So I like a BMW, yeah, and a BMW can cost as, as much as $1 million. And uh, one in nine Singaporean is a millionaire. Yeah. Hmm. So what is rent, things like that there? Very expensive. Um, so as you can see, we're living in a, uh, this is about 800 square feet apartment. And uh, we are not anywhere close to the city. Actually, it's a very neighborhood place. We're about 20 minutes by train to the city. Uh, our rent here is about close to 2,800 USD a month okay. for an 800 square feet apartment. Wow. <laughs> Kind of like LA style, LA type of price or or New yeah, York I think you're yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Well, why did you do? Why did you want to go to Singapore? I think I always liked the idea of working in a like very metropolitan city because I spent most of my time in Iowa. And it's really sick and tired of that slow and you know pace of life. I, uh, when I was in chiropractic school, you know, I was part of the student council, and so I get a chance to travel to Life, uh, Parker, Sherman for seminar and whatnot uh, to bring the information back to share with my peers. Um, so, you know, in Dallas, it was, I love the city you know, whenever, even in uh, Atlanta, um, Life University, uh, Marietta. Is it Maria? Yes. City? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I just love the city. And I, I, I just like the how diverse it is. And uh, as you can see, uh, I don't really fit into a traditional chiropractic profile. Number one, I'm a woman. And number two, I am not a white woman. I'm actually an Asian woman. So, uh, and I, I, I like to be in a community that is, you know, I am not the only non-white person in the room, which was the case when I was in high school. So, you know, Singapore is perfect. You know, 70% of the population here are Chinese. The other 30% are mixed with Malay, Malaysians, uh, Indonesians, and other race. Obviously, we, ha- we are a big financial hub in Singapore. A lot of major banks from U.S., Australia, Europe are here because it's a safe and transparency of the government policy. So you have a, also a huge number of expats, people from everywhere here. So I think it's a pretty interesting place to live in. Uh, initially, just want to be here for a few years, you know, just for fun and, you know, just really experience and travel. But um, longer we stay here, we realize, um, you know, this is a fantastic place to start business. Uh, reason being saying that is the government policy was very straightforward. Uh, if you drive about two hours north, we'll go to Malaysia, which is a total headache if you want to set up business there. It just, uh, you know, so many regulations and things under the table you have to go through in order to set up a business there. But Singapore, very straightforward. Everything was um, right out there. But as long as you pay and do not doing anything, anything legal, illegally, you can more than welcome to set up your business. Then that's it. 
And uh, if you don't know how to set up your business properly in Singapore, there's plenty of agencies on this island who are willing to walk you through the process and set them up. So it's number one, it's so easy to set up business here. Number two is the immigration policies. Um, for business owner like me, obviously I'm not Singaporean, and uh, I only been here for about five years. So they actually can get me uh, a legal visa to work here and uh, legally reside here and not operating my business. And uh, you know the immigration process is very efficient. Um, as long as you prepare all the documentations, you can get. You will know whether or not you get approved within three to five business days. So you're yeah. actually still an American citizen. Yeah, I am also. American citizen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's great. So right now, you have a business there. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing you don't have plans of going anywhere else. Uh, but at least not for the next five years. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. where where are some other places that you think you would like to work? I would think they will be next step. It's been being back in my mind for the, the longest time, which is China. Um, China is one of the strongest economy in the world. Um, people are getting wealthier. Obviously, the standard of the living has also changed drastically. I think I um, last year I was in Shanghai. I was just so amazed you know, how many foreign healthcare company had set up the practice, their clinic in here. We actually have this uh, uh, group of German doctors set up dentist clinic in the heart of Shanghai. And, you know, people were rushing to it because, you know, they want to see what other other healthcare provider can provide them because now they have the resources, opportunities, and the money to provide that. So they want to explore that. So it's always in the back of my mind is, you know, what would be like to practice in, in China, um, you know, bring chiropractic again. Yeah. And then obviously if that would take, looks like it would take much longer time because, you know, you regarding our policy regulations is always kind of pain in the ass in China. It's not really very straightforward. So if that would take longer, the next place probably will be Myanmar. Do you know where Myanmar is? No. Um, the Myanmar is, is this a very interesting place in Southeast Asia. It's in the border of Laos, which is, you know, kind of maybe in the proximity of Thailand, uh, Cambodia, and whatnot. Um, Myanmar was just recently um, opened their bilateral trade um, policy literally five years ago. So if you go there, it's a very interesting place. Um, certain part of the city still doesn't have electricity or, um, or clean water, but people will have an iPhone with them <laughs> because they've been so secluded for so long. Once the bilateral trading agreement has established, so there's a lot of company going in, bringing new technologies, uh, uh, new trends, different type of lifestyles. So they, they, it's, it's brand new information to them. So it's, it's a very interesting place. It's well, very well preserved, uh, but people there are very open-minded and they're open for business. So maybe that will be my next step. Hmm. 
Interesting. Yeah, we were you know speaking earlier about uh, Justin. I believe you pronounce his last name uh, Trosclair. Uh, Justin, if you're listening, uh, apologize if I butchered it. But he's a guest that I'm wanting to have on the show too because uh, he's from here in the states, actually from Louisiana, and uh, is in China right now practicing. And uh, so he's reached out to me. We've talked before, kind of you know wanting to share the same thing that that you know there there are other opportunities out there. Um, and talk about the benefits of those. So, so that's great. Thank you so much for being on today. Is there anything that you would like to leave the audience with as we wrap up? Yeah. Um, actually, I, I do want to share with the audience that if any of them are wanted to know more about what it's like practicing your bra, um, you know, or potentially, you know, thinking about what it's like to practice in Asia, you know, they can feel free to. Uh, connect with me. I am pretty much in social media, most of them, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, um, Instagram, as well as Facebook. So you can send me a friend request or message. I would love to share information. Actually, I also have my own personal YouTube channel, which I did a very lengthy video about what it's like moving to Singapore. It's about a five question part, but I reserved the last two questions just for new chiropractors who are thinking about moving down here. So if they want to get more in depth, uh, what it's like, they can check out it. I will send you the link. So you can yeah, that'll be great. I will put it on the show yeah. notes for this episode. So that's it. Thank you so much, Dr. Jenny Lee. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Love to be here. All right, you just finished listening to episode 103 of Cairo Candy. For the show notes to this episode, head on over to cairocandy.com forward slash 103. I do have that YouTube video uh, that Dr. Jenny Lee talked about, about the five questions about you know um, practicing in Singapore. So that video is posted over there on the show notes, so make sure you check that out. Also, do not forget the Cairo Candy Cruise extreme early bird tickets are still available so that those prices on that will be going up soon for more information on the Cairo candy cruise uh, you can head on over to CairoCandy.com or CairoCandyCruise.com for information on that uh, well that's it hope you guys have a blessed rest of the week and we will see you next week on another episode of Cairo candy see you